Desk Chair, Detectives. Hi, I'm Rebecca. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Allie, and you're listening to Desk Chair Detectives. Okay, so today I'm going to tell you the story. I'm like looking this way because I have my whole <laughs> Word document up over here. She's prepared. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm, I'm prepared. Uh, I'm going to tell you the story of the Westfield Watcher. Mm. <laughs> I am so excited. I used to work in Westfield. Oh, you did? Yeah. So if I get stuff wrong, you're going to critique me? No, I love this so much. Okay, sorry. I actually, okay. I don't know this one. So. Oh, really? Oh, it's oh, a good not. one. It's a good one. I like that we have like a Jersey theme. The first three stories yeah. are all New Jersey. I love it. Yeah. And I picked, so I ended up picking this one because you did a murder and then Rebecca did like a creepy ghost one. And then the other two I had were also like, one was a murderer, one was like a victim. And I was like, maybe I should do something different. So that way we have three different options going. I love it. We love the versatility. We're so versatile. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Ready. Okay. I really never realized like how creepy I haven't read about it in depth this much. Okay. So in the summer of 2014, Derek Broadus and his wife, Maria, also totally sorry if I'm butchering the last name, (laughs) purchased their dream home in Westfield, New Jersey. The couple was more than thrilled to begin the new chapter of their lives with their three children. After closing on their million dollar home also, it was a million dollar home and it was six bedrooms. Oh, they got money, money. Yeah, it was. it's beautiful. I can send a picture after this so you guys can see it. Just a small little quaint town. <laughs> Just a quaint nice, little home. Nice modest cottage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so after closing on their home, Derek and Maria began doing some renovations before fully moving in their family. Only three days into their renovations... Derek was finishing up an evening of painting when he went outside to grab the mail. There wasn't much considering they hadn't been there long, but there was a card-shaped letter uh, simply addressed to the new owner. Like no return address or anything like that. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. yeah. Sketchy. So Derek proceeded to open the letter and was deeply disturbed by what he read. Okay, so the letters are a bit lengthy, just a warning. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Dearest new neighbor at 657 Boulevard, allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades now, and as it approaches its 110th birthday, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s and my father watched in the 1960s. Now it is my time. Do you know the history of the house? Do you know what lies within the walls of 657 Boulevard? Why are you here? I will find out. I see already that you have flooded 657 Boulevard with contractors so that you can destroy the house as it was supposed to be. Tisk, 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 bad move. You don't want to make 657 Boulevard unhappy. You have children. I have seen them. So far, I think there are three that I've counted. Do you fill the house with the young blood I requested? Better for me was your old house. No. 
<laughs> too small. I would have gotten three <laughs> sentences into this letter and just moved out. This would make me move no. to Pennsylvania. It would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see. Oh, was your old house too small for the growing family or was it agreed to bring me your children? Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them to me. Who am I? There are hundreds and hundreds of cars that drive by 657 Boulevard each day. Maybe I am in one. Look at all the windows you can see from 657 Boulevard. Maybe I am in one. Look out any of the many windows in 657 Boulevard at all the people who stroll by each day. Maybe I am one. Welcome, my friends. Welcome. Let the party begin. Signed, The Watcher. I have to say, it's like kind of poetic. (laughs) It's kind of like... <laughs> creepy, but as far as like random letters that people get, it's kind of like well written, right? It's, there's I mean, something nice besides, about it. Besides the fact that he has to keep saying 657 Boulevard, 657 Boulevard, like we 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 get it. It's 657 Boulevard. Maybe yeah, just say like, like a- <laughs> the house. I don't know. Well, clearly <laughs> this man is deranged. So this is what Sarah wants in a man. <laughs> It's kind of poetic. <laughs> it could be worse. I mean, I didn't love yeah. the calling out to your children or the the young blood or whatever it said, but yeah, other yeah. than that, it was kind of nice. Yeah, it's like it's it is poetic in a way, but it's also like rambling. Yes, you know that's, true, I mean? that's true. I think it's poetic just because of the repetition that he uses. Like six yeah. fifty, he said he says the house a million times. Yeah. Like he talks about the windows. He talks about driving by. He asks questions over and over again. Like psychopath. Yeah. Psychopath. <laughs> he was an English major. <laughs> Creative writing minor. Yeah. <laughs> okay, since he works here. <laughs> He is a copywriter. <laughs> He's a copywriter at the European. He is Rebecca. Okay. <laughs> tell us. Tell us yeah, the truth. I don't I don't know about the Westfield Watcher at all. <laughs> Never heard of it. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So terrified and alone in the house, Derek raced around to turn off all the lights so no one could see inside and proceeded to call the Westfield Police Department. An officer came to the home, read the letter, and asked Derek if he had any enemies. He read the letter yeah. and then peaced out. He's like, you're on your own. Read, <laughs> in one of the articles I read, the police officer said something like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> that was like a direct quote in one of the articles, I think. Girl, I am thinking the same thing. <laughs> it's like, I don't Very, know. Yeah. That's Very appropriate why I called response. you. <laughs> I literally called you to tell me what this is. <laughs> Um, okay so after talking to the officer Derek rushed to his home so like they hadn't sold their previous home yet they were just working on the house that's good for them yeah oh my god I just had a heart attack my windows are open and someone opened my garage door and I was like it's the Westfield it is the watcher um yeah so they didn't move out of their old home yet they were doing the renovations before they moved in So it's only been three days since they actually started. So he returned home to his family and um, 
Upon his return, Derek and Maria wrote an email to the couple who sold them the house, John and Andrea Woods. They asked the couple if they knew who the watcher was or why he or she would have written. I asked, so this was a line I couldn't, out of all the articles I found, it was kind of hard to piece together what was in what note and like when each one was kind of received. So apparently this was also included in the letter was, I asked the woods to bring me young blood and it looks like they listened. Yeah. And the woods were the previous owners. Yeah, the woods family was the previous owner. Nope. So you're probably gonna get to it, but like did the woods family, like were they also watched and stalked? So that literally this next part, I'm gonna tell you. So Andrew responded to the email the next day. And they said that in the 23 years of them living there, they only ever received one letter and it was right before they moved out. Although she said the letter seemed odd, she ended up just throwing it away and couldn't really recall what it said. Only that it, like the watcher mm-hmm. like, thanked them for taking care of the house. Baloney. I don't believe that. Right. So like no one really, I don't, according to these articles, no one actually saw the physical letter or what it said the one time they got one. I wonder if that's something like you have to right. disclose, like in a closing, like, hey, someone writes me creepy letters. Yes. So that's another thing we're going to be getting to. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. You're, you're both bringing up valid points. <laughs> um, so actually, I think it was the next day, uh, Andrea and John Woods ended up going with Maria to the police station um, to talk to them. And the police told Maria not to speak about the letter any further, especially to their new neighbors, because now they're considered all suspects in what's going on. Yeah. Weird. Wait, even the people that just moved in? No, so Maria and Derek. Oh, yeah, the Woods family. Got it. They moved, yeah. They just took Maria to the police station. They all went together. I don't know where Derek was. (laughs) Um, was he writing another letter yeah he's crying still yeah he's still (laughs) crying from the first one (laughs) i would be too honestly um so the following weeks were very tense for the family derek was canceling his work trips and whenever they would stop by the house the couple was on high alert at one point derek froze in his tracks while he was giving a tour of his new home to one of the neighbors when she casually said it'll be nice to have some young blood in the neighborhood no it was way. her. It was her. <laughs> it was her. It was her. So does she have like a creepy son that lives in the basement because it's him? Was <laughs> <laughs> the guy oh LaPlante who lived in the walls? No. Unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> Not connected. Irrelevant. No. <laughs> uh, anyway. So a couple of weeks after the initial letter arrived, Maria was going through the mail when she recognized the same black lettering on another similar envelope. The letter said, another long one, the workers have been busy and I have been watching you unload carfuls of your personal belongings. The dumpster is a nice touch. Have they found what's in the walls yet? In time they will. I am pleased to know your names now and the name of the young blood you have brought to me. You certainly say their names often. 657 Boulevard is anxious for you to move in. It has been years and years since the young blood ruled the hallways of the house. Have you found all the secrets it holds yet? Will the young blood play in the basement or are they too afraid to go down there alone? 
I would be very afraid if I were them. It is far away from the rest of the house. If you were upstairs, you would never hear them scream. Will they sleep in the attic or will you all sleep on the second floor? Who has the bedrooms facing the street? I'll know as soon as you move in. It will help me to know who is in which bedroom. Then I can plan better. All of the windows and doors in 657 Boulevard allow me to watch you and track you as you move through the house. Who am I? I am the watcher and have been in control of 657 Boulevard for the better part of two decades now. The Woods family turned it over to you. It was their time to move on and they kindly sold it when I asked them to. I passed, yeah, I passed by many times a day. 657 Boulevard is my job, my life, my obsession. And now you too, now you are too, broadest family. Welcome to the product of your greed. Greed is what brought you the past three families to 657 Boulevard. And now it has brought you to me. Have a happy, uh, you know, I will be watching. No, no, (laughs) no, no, no. (laughs) That like, I didn't think that a letter could get creepier than the first one you read, but that one was worse. Like so much worse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very unsettling, especially like unsettling in general, but then you're like, bring your kids around all of this like i'm like saying Mm-mm. yeah and the bedrooms thing like i'll know who has what bedroom soon like um right. bye right no. i need to oh, you will help me plan yeah plan for what yeah exactly what is he gonna do yeah exactly exactly it's it doesn't get any better <laughs> no <laughs> keep going i need to know what's going okay. to happen so Although Derek and Maria had finished the renovations on 607 Boulevard within a couple months, including putting in a new alarm system, when the family finally sold their old home, they ended up moving in with Maria's parents. The couple stopped bringing their children to the house altogether. They were no longer sure when or if they would ever move into the house. And after a few more weeks, a third letter arrived saying, where have you gone to? 657 Boulevard is missing you. No. Yeah. Yeah. And what's even scarier for them is like they weren't moving like another state like Pennsylvania or even another town like a half hour away. They were still living in Westfield. So like this guy could have easily have figured out like where else they were staying that entire time. How much is a mortgage for a million dollar home? I just want to see how much money these people were eating a month mm-hmm. yeah it's I know I didn't do the math but and it was it was a, over a million I forget how much specifically it was but are you looking it up yeah a <laughs> um, million dollar home will depend on several factors your credit score down payment blah 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 general speaking on a 30-year mortgage with 20% down, you can expect to pay around 4500 a month in mortgage payment. So at mm. least $4,500, they are just blown. I mean, I don't, it could have been a bajillion dollars a month. I'm not living in that mm. house. Yeah. Plus plus renovations. Like, they didn't yeah. stop renovations either. They just kept on going. Right. And security and system. The- I'm sure some blackout mm-hmm. curtains they probably invested yeah. in. Security system. That's not going to help up the, the watcher. Walls. No, he's he's got his own security system in the house. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God. He's sitting in like there. it. 
I have children. He's there. Like he is. He is. He the is that. He is that. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen that movie from when we were little called Monster House? Did you ever uh, see that? I know what it is. I haven't seen it though. Oh, the house is literally like alive. <laughs> well, it was based off of the Westfield Watcher. Yes, it 100% <laughs> <Yeah>. was. <laughs> um, okay. So over time, the couple would get more letters, some seemingly getting more and more unhinged. One said, 657 Boulevard is turning on me. It is coming after me. I don't understand why. What spell did you cast on it? It used to be my friend, and now it is my enemy. I am in charge of 657 Boulevard. It is not in charge of me. I will fend off its bad things and wait for it to become good again. It will not punish me. I will rise again. I will be patient and wait for this to pass and for you to bring the young blood back to me. 657 Boulevard needs young blood. It needs you. Come back. Let the young blood play again like I once did. Let the young blood sleep in 657 Boulevard. Stop changing it and let it alone. No. So, yeah, I don't. Unhinged? Yeah. Unhinged is right. Right. Now they're, if, if, if being insane wasn't enough, now they are angry and insane. Right. And that's what's scary. It's like, that's like you pick that up in the first couple letters, like with the rambling. Yeah. And then as he gets more and more angry, you realize just how bad it gets. I'm looking at a picture of the house. I need to see what it looks like. It's a really beautiful house. It's very nice. (laughs) Oh, wow. I think I drove past it. So I worked in what I graduated 2013 and (laughs) I worked at the Cold Stone in Westfield uh, in college. So I think this was right after I left, but I, I think I had driven past the house. Every house is really nice. nice. Yeah. It's very nice. nice. It's a nice green color. It looks very old and like Victorian. It's like so nice. Yeah. And it was like, it's, I think it was said it was built in uh, 1905. Trying to look old. Property history. Damn. It's been so. Um, yeah, 1905. It looks yeah. like the Amityville Horror House a little bit. It, yeah, it could definitely pass as the next Amityville Horror House. <laughs> Can we talk about the fact that it was sold for $370,000 in 1990? That's insane. Like and that's what it's going to sell for now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, keep going. Six months after they got the first letter, the Broadduses decided to put the house back on the market. Although they put in, put it back on the market for more than what they bought it for, they struggled to garner interest in the gossip-filled suburban area. Running out of options, they were presented with a new idea courtesy of their lawyer. Sell the property to a developer who could potentially knock the home down and split it into two properties. When this proposal was uh met most of uh the attention they got from the community was very negative from them to the broadest family um at the hearing with the planning board more than 100 residents showed up and many of them criticized the idea so ultimately the board rejected the proposal after four hours Mm. So, After like, the neighbors this, and stuff didn't want it to be knocked down. 
yeah yeah they all like a lot of them um or even board or even made into like two separate properties they like didn't want to like make it apartments or yeah yeah they all come i would have looked into every single one of those people whoever voted no yeah you're guilty you had to do it they all thought that they were just making it up. That is they didn't so weird. Believe it. Yeah. So after that, uh, the couple decided to try to rent it out instead. And a family who wasn't worried about the watcher at all agreed to move into the property. Um, they actually, it was like two, uh, like a couple and then their kids were grown and they had two big dogs. So they were like, yeah, we're not worried about it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when they did move in, there was like a clause and like an agreement they had where if they get a letter, they were allowed to just like terminate and move on. So two weeks after they moved in, the couple, of course, got a letter. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was addressed as violent winds and bitter cold to the vile and spiteful Derek and his wench of a wife, Maria. Yeah. Them fighting words. I know. <laughs> fighting words. They're just some good fighting words. I know. I must say. The creative mm-hmm. writing coming in clutch. His minor is killing it for him right now. <laughs> <laughs> so this letter said, You wonder who the watcher is? Turn around, idiots. Maybe if you even spoke to me, one of the so called neighbors who has no idea who the watcher could be. Or maybe you do know and are too scared to tell anyone. Good move. I walked by the news trucks when they took over my neighborhood and mocked me. I watched as he watched from the dark house in an attempt to find me. Telescopes and binoculars are wonderful inventions. 657 Boulevard survived your attempted assault and stood strong with its army of supporters barricading its gates. My soldiers of the Boulevard followed my orders to a T. They carried out their mission and saved the soul of 657 Boulevard with my orders. All hail the watcher. I'm sorry, oh. I need to see every neighbor's Amazon account if a single one of them ordered binoculars or microscopes or whatever he said. <laughs> what do you say? Binoculars or telescopes? I, yeah. I'm I'm starting my own private investigating firm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I need to- I mean, that means that means he's either like right next door or across the street. Like there's yeah. only like what one, two, it's, three, like five or six houses it could be. Yeah, turn around, right. you idiots. It's the behind the name, like whoever's behind yeah. the Exactly, exactly. Like the guy must be like right there all the time, you know? Like, He's like, he the, be, like mowing the lawn. Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> yeah, are, are these people just like not observant either? Are they not actively looking? Like was anybody actively looking or did a lot of people just think this was bullshit? Yeah, so... um the cops were actively looking and like, I'll get to that in a second too. But um, Derek even became like really obsessed with trying to figure out who it was and like started his own invest- investigation and hired private investigators and stuff. But like it could never, there was never any hard evidence. So they couldn't do anything about it, which is crazy. Like yeah. he could literally just be like your lawn guy shoveling. With was this like, this was clear when did ring doorbells become a thing because someone is delivering it by hand if it's not like sent in the mail right yeah it was 2014 so i think i guess it was before those were popular like a gopro would have been a great i was just gonna say (laughs) yeah why wouldn't they just put a gopro on their fucking mailbox like yeah and they did set up cameras and stuff so like after the renters got this 
um, letter, they did agree to stay as long as they put up cameras and they never, I guess they never got anything. Wow. It's so weird. I don't know. So there was also in this note to the renters, which was technically to Maria and Derek, they also mentioned some form of revenge for all of it and said maybe maybe a car accident, maybe a fire. Maybe something as simple as a mild illness that never seems to go away, but makes you feel sick day after day, after day, after day, after day. Maybe the mysterious death of a pet, loved ones suddenly die, planes and cars and bicycles crash, bones break. Planes? You're going to take out an entire plane now? Because <laughs> Look at the pilots on your street. Are there any other neighbor's pilots? <laughs> no, so this is my worst nightmare. Yeah. Right. And they never moved in. They never moved in. So it's like. It, you won, Watcher. You won. Like, we won. Go away. Right. Wait, okay. but like, why? Why was he so angry at these two? Like, because they just, didn't move in. Is that what it was? Is like, that why? Right. They like he I, it sounded like he was angry because he wanted the kids there. And then he was angry because they were renovating the house. It was built in 1901. Right. Like, and then it was like, like some efficient energy and like heating. Right. <laughs> right. And then he talked about like greed and stuff like that. So I think there's just multiple levels of anger here. <laughs> and maybe you're yeah. going to get to it. But did he have like a good relationship with the family beforehand where like he didn't terrorize them? Or did he did the family just let him watch them? Maybe the da- his dad was still watching the old family. And now it was his turn when this family moved maybe in. Maybe he. He he was just taking it really seriously. So the old, the, I mean, the old fa- the family, the Woods family before them, still maintain to this day that they only got ever received that one letter, and they all the article I read, uh, they declined to comment. Mm-hmm. So there's really, from what I found, there's no explanation on that end. Not yet. Weird. That's a little suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, like I said, the renters agreed to stay as long as they put cameras up. So they stayed. Um, Police continued to investigate the Watcher case. There's plenty of speculation over who the Watcher could be. Maybe a former housekeeper or their descendants. Maybe a disgruntled neighbor unhappy about all the renovations being made on the historical property. Maybe a possible buyer who had been outbid by the Broadus family. But... The Broaddus's immediate next door neighbors stood out as real possible suspects. They lived in their home since the 1960s, and the previous patriarch of the home had died 12 years prior. This fits the timeline suggested by the watcher in terms of his family's history of like watching the property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, when police tested the DNA on the letters, it was shown that the DNA belonged to a woman. <gasps> yeah. The so, plot thickens. Mm-hmm. This was tested against the DNA of the woman who lived next door, but it wasn't a match. And after a lot, like after some time, the town really began to suspect that the Broadus family was planting these letters themselves. But they did test Maria's DNA against the letter, and it wasn't a match either. Mm-hmm. So by the end of 2014, despite the police department's best efforts, the invest- investigation had stalled. 
Derek and Maria even started their own private investigation to no avail. Derek even showed the letters to his priest and the priest agreed to bless the house. Yeah. So after, after a year of getting the first letters, Derek and Maria attempted to sue Andrea and John Woods. Yeah. The couple, yeah. The couple argued that the Woodses should have disclosed the letter they received from the watcher before they purchased the home. And a judge later dismissed the lawsuit. Hmm. So huh. nothing, nothing happened with that. Um, the Broadus family never moved into their home. They were finally able to sell it for $400 under asking price in July of 2019. So they were paying mortgage and upkeep on this house for five years without ever living there. Do you think nobody bought it because of the controversy or? So in the articles I read, they were, they had to disclose the letters and everything like that before they sold it. And every time it would just fall through. Like there was, I think the one article from the cut that I had, apparently this like, he said this cocky like Staten Island guy came in and read that and said, fuck this, I'll buy it a cheaper house somewhere else or something <laughs> yeah. like that. So you yeah. said they sold it for mm-hmm. 400,000 less? Yeah. So I think it ended up being because they put a lot of money, I think a hundred thousand dollars into the renovation. Wow. So I think it ended up, they ended up selling it for under a million, a little under a million. Wow. What a loss. <laughs> the new homeowners haven't been identified and have yet to speak on if they have been subject to more harassment from the watcher. I have a and, theory. Okay. I'm almost Someone, done. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Okay. Okay. No, I'll no. You do, you want, do you want to say it now or wait? I think someone in the neighborhood wanted that house, couldn't afford a million dollar home. Like, Hey, let me just terrorize these people. Yeah. And then I'll swoop in when it goes on the market for a discounted price. I mean, yeah, the that, way the housing what, market is right now maybe i should do that (laughs) (laughs) and that was a theory too like the the articles i were reading had so much information like i'm not even saying like half of the stuff like yeah this is probably only a quarter of it that i could get through Mm -hmm. uh but that was like one of the theories was like someone wanted the house yeah um so actually interestingly december 2019 netflix won the rights to the watcher story (gasps) So, yeah, there's a new limited series coming to the streaming giant in 2022, starring Naomi Watts and Bobby Cannavale. Do you know who that is? I'm Googling. You definitely Did they need extras? Did they already film it? Right? Yeah. Did they film it already? I don't know. That's just, I just saw Filming on location? Oh my God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? We just showed up there and be like, I heard there's an episode. We camp out because yeah. we could do like a bonus episode on this. We'll be the watchers for the Netflix documentary. Yeah. And wait for them to call us in. <laughs> um, so they're going to play the couple. I don't know if they'll like have the same name or anything, but they're playing the couple that gets terrorized by the watcher. So <gasps> it's wait, stop. Ryan Murphy is doing the. Yeah. Shut oh up. My oh, gosh. it's going to be good though. Oh, it's going to be so creepy. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm excited. Derek, we, we have to have a watch party. Just Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll live stream it or like yeah. <laughs> record yeah. our live reactions. Because it's so soon. It says 2022. Yeah. That is so soon. Right. And maybe I'm not like, it's exciting for the family too that it'll like 
garner more interest and maybe like some renew some energy in the gaze that they didn't see before or something like some new I don't know get people Um, to care about it again right yeah so Derek still believes that a dangerous and unhinged neighbor might have sent the letters, while many in the town believe that the Broadduses were behind the letters themselves. One of the last letters Derek received said, you are despised by the house and the watcher won. As of 2021, the watcher has never been caught or identified. Ooh, I just got chills. Yeah, that's the story of the Westfield watcher. That was good, Allie. That Thank was you. good. That's Thank a good you. one. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. It's like, it's crazy that they never caught him or had any idea. And like, oh. you'd think that the neighbor, like the whole neighborhood would be on full alert too. Like, Right. Maybe all the neighbors just decided they like didn't. <laughs> they didn't like this family and they all worked together. I was just going to yeah. say, yeah. What if the neighbors like all banded together and was like, let's get this family out of here. Let's do this really creepy thing. We don't like the likes of them. Yeah. We don't want young blood in this neighborhood. Yeah. Young, not the young. That is creepy. Yeah. So. I could have served ice cream to the Westfield Watcher. You could have. Oh, my God. You could have been facing a stalker. Wow. Okay. Okay. Good job, Allie. So good. Good job. That was good. Yay. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's like the nicole kidman class yeah <laughs> i love it oh god okay okay bye bye, bye guys